Blog Talk Radio. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, hey. Live from the Larry King Memorial Studios, high atop IWS World Media Entertainment Headquarters, it's IWS Radio. Featuring Jamie Maple Leaf and IWS Players, with special guest star, Schmoo. And now, straight from the bar, your hosts, Matt Man and J-Man. We live in a racist country. Hola and welcome to another loving and accepting episode of IWS Radio, the show that has the most vast and diverse internet radio audience in the world. I am the J-Man coming to you live from my luxurious studios here in Redneckville, Arkansas, and sitting right next to me, just a few hundred miles to my north-northeast, is a man who loves black people and they love him right back. The Mat Man, bitches. Batman doesn't judge people based on race, religion, or ethnicity. He likes everyone, but if you have great boobs and a nice ass, he may like you more than the others. <laughs> Perhaps. Cheers, greetings, and welcome to IWS Radio. This is the Batman coming to you live from the non-judgmental Bagwine Digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. And sitting next to me, a man who I am honored to co-host this show with and have been for years, a man who when he goes into the barber shop, is often overheard saying this. What's the score, Mr. Barber? St. Louis on top, five to nothing. What inning is it? Bottom of the seventh. You like baseball, do you? Yeah, I do. You know, it's the only time... When a black man can wave a stick at a white man, and I start a riot. <laughs> <laughs> the How the hell are you, Jay Man? <laughs> One of the greatest movies ever. <laughs> That's funny right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, because I, I know you like your, you, you like going to the barber shop, hang out, oh, and chat. I do. I thought you were going to say yeah, I like baseball. I was going to go, well. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> How the hell are you? Hey, I'm doing just fine. Just fine. It's a it's a beautiful day here in God's country. Gorgeous. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, excellent. Out there. Yeah. Yeah. Sunny and you know, oh, it's only going to be like in the low 80s today, 80, 82, 83, something like that. So it's very pleasant. Very nice. Very comfortable. I took the trash. Yeah, I took the trash out this morning. Nice little, uh, nice little breeze blowing out of the west. So, yeah. Sure. Or coming out of the north, actually. Oh. Directions are hard, aren't they? are Well, they are sometimes. <laughs> So anyway, that's about it. <laughs> Had some uh, storms mm-hmm. yesterday, some little pop-up storms. One just Goodness. 
exploded right out of nowhere, just as uh, as Reverend Moneymaker was uh, recording an audio for us. Uh-oh. All of a sudden, there was a big crash of thunder. So uh, he had the big guy riled up, I guess. Hmm. His boss, his real boss. We think it, we think we're his boss, but no, he's got the ultimate boss. He does. So how are you doing, Matt? Oh well, I've been better, but not awful. I'm better today than I was Friday night and yesterday. Had a little, uh, had a little big toe joint problem there, Jamie. Oh dear, Sergeant Hulka problem, the big toe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it sounds funny, ladies and gentlemen, but it hurt like hell. You don't know how much you miss your big toe until you don't have it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I remember when I, I was a kid. We used to. Oh, go ahead. I've had to walk on the the side of my left foot with my right foot because the big toe could not touch anything, or I would scream in pain. <laughs> Brutal, man. Oh, my God. I remember when I was a kid, and there, there would be stories of uh, athletes, you know, when the AstroTurf, especially when it came out. And they'd be talking about athletes getting turf toe. And they'd be, uh-huh. oh, poor baby, did you hurt your toe? Well, stub your toe every once in a while and see how long it takes to get over it. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I found that funny when you told me yesterday that I was a victim of turf toe, and I went, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Maybe so. It's hard to walk. Oh, down there. At the- <laughs> had a, I could have gone into the beer mine yesterday, J-Man, but as I told you, maybe I told you, I would have had the cars backed up to Columbus from here. That's how yeah. fast I was moving. <clears throat> it's it's much better today. It's I'm saying... Maybe slightly over 80% back to functional. Oh, yeah. You're just about there then. You, you should be yeah. there by tomorrow. Yeah, I'll we'll, be good, we'll, to good tomorrow. A little, uh, little rest and relaxation on it today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Even had the crutches out Friday. That's how bad it was. Oh, oh boy. boy. Yeah, it hit me about 6 o'clock straight up. Just out of the blue. Bang. Yeah. Well, instead of turf toe, you've got beer mine toe. I do. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) I was diagnosed by four women over the last day and a half. You know, ladies and gentlemen, this was going to be our sponsor. (laughs) And maybe it will be in the future. We have a different sponsor for today. But I was going to bring the Witty Banner portion of the show, sponsored by... um, SSBJ Home Healthcare Services because I have Smoop, <laughs> Cherry, uh, Brenda, and Jamie all yelling at me. It's not it's not a nice home healthcare service. They no. nag at you. They <laughs> nag at you. That's how they get you better, Matt. They don't they don't uh-huh. coddle people. At, no. At SSBJ, no. No. Friday night, Schmoop took my uh, my uh, left shoe and sock off, and it hurt when she did it, and she called me a big crybaby. 
And then, uh, now, did she take them off real fast like you do a Band-Aid? You know, just rip it no, off? No, she was trying to be delicate, and she knows uh-huh. I have a high pain tolerance. So if I if I kind of winced and, and, you know, kind of screamed, it hurt. But she still managed to call me a big crybaby. You know, she brought me food and stuff as I was re- <laughs> had to sit in my chair because I couldn't get up. And, uh, she still nagged at me. And then, uh, next Art day, Hope. Sherry, Nurse Doom, she said, is this arthritis or gout? And I said, well, you know, gout's a form of arthritis. And she said, I don't think it is. Then I double-checked, and sure enough, it is, which I'm starting to question the validity <laughs> of the nursing degree that Nurse Doom has. <laughs> Uh-huh. Now you're having uh-huh. to explain to the nurse what is uh, what gout and arthritis have in common. Yeah, I'm going to have to contact uh, Ohio University, home of the Bobcats, to make sure she actually does have a bachelor's degree in nursing. Yeah. So she yelled at well, me. Well, told me actually, isn't the uh, I mean, you're not rich enough to have gout, right? Isn't that, a, isn't that gout what rich people get? I, I think so. Rich white it's guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, affluent, yeah. The affluent. Yeah. 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 But she gave me crap and told me to go to the doctor, and then she, oh, she turned me on to a drug that, in her employ, that they use, and I can get it online, Jay man. Forget. Oh, uh, what is it? I forget what it's called. Alice Perfumol oh. or something. Purinol or something. Supposed to be providing the service to our listeners here. They might have all had their pen and paper ready. Right yeah, well, I, I can look that link up at some point during the show. I still have it. I saved it because I was told to save it and buy it. And if I didn't buy it, she would. And she wouldn't be happy about it, of course. But she oh, no. it. God, no. She wouldn't do it out of the goodness of her heart. She would do it, you know. <laughs> But she could give you shit about it. <laughs> and then I get a message from old uh, Triple B, old Brenda. Hey, I was just thinking while I was mowing the yard, my late <laughs> husband had gout. It's starting in his toe, and I just looked it up, and you told me you had fish for lunch before you went into the beer mine Friday. You're not supposed to eat fish if you got gout. Oh, boy. Ooh. Well, now that's yeah. a helpful little hint right there, Matt. It actually was because, you know, Jamie, and I've studied arthritis over the last two and a half years, three years. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, yeah, I didn't know about the fish thing. But she didn't have to type it meanly, you know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> she typed it with a bit of an attitude. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I talked to her good friend and colleague, favorite Canadian Jamie yesterday talked to her yesterday late afternoon and uh, she wasn't mean to me J-Man she was very nice however she got a bit condescending because um, (laughs) I was actually talking to Nurse Doom while I was on the phone with Jamie and I was telling her what the conversation was meow (laughs) oh I know I was having a three way baby uh, Nurse Doom's giving me crap about not going to the doctor, and Jamie said, "Well, go to the doctor, or do you have to pay for that?" 
Uh-huh. There we go. She had uh-huh. pulled a Canadian card on me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Oh. I guess if you went to the doctor, it would cost you a lot of money, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's kind of how she said that. <laughs> that's okay. She's going to get some reparations here in a minute. Well, later on in the show, boy, we got some good ones from show prep, ladies and gentlemen. Jamie was in Fuego. She was. Uh, we're gonna, she was on it. And we are going to call her out. No. Let her have it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it feels better. And... Well, I tell you, Matt, uh, uh, I have a friend on Facebook who uh, who I'm sure could give you a list of anti-inflammatory foods and stuff like that. She's all into it. Oh, yeah. I've researched well, she gives it just... to me to give it to you because you guys, you oh. and her really, you know, maybe don't get along so well. <laughs> oh, I have no idea who that might be, J-Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't know about the fish, though. Which I thought was odd. I did not. Didn't know about that either. That's interesting. I mean, I knew yeah, I beer was... and processed meats, which, you know, we consume a lot here in the Bagwine Dicks. I did not know <laughs> about the fish. And I'm thinking, oh, have fish. It's healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what everybody always says. Oh, fish is healthy. Got those good amino acids and what have you. Yeah. yeah I probably didn't have a gout attack at all. Probably the fish I had Friday was... Laced with mercury. That's probably what it was. Oh, Jesus, criminy. Farm-raised mercury fish from China. And now i got heavy metals lingering in my body. Jesus, criminy. Actually, it's probably farm-raised. Doomed. Probably probably farm-raised in North North Korea, and they pretend it's from China. Probably fake. Well, the best thing about these, yeah, the fish I had, Ladies and gentlemen, it was frozen fish, you know, like fish sticks, only this was in a uh, square patty form. And it doesn't tell you uh-huh. what kind of fish it is. It just says minced fish. Oh, oh boy. Be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, what'd you God. catch there? Oh, I caught me a minced fish. Uh-huh. Look at the size of that thing. You had... He had heavily processed fish leftovers. Uh-huh. <laughs> they probably they make probably it the same way they do the, uh, They extruded uh, and then congealed the scales. Exactly. The I, I was going to say, it gets all packed together by a machine, and then it comes out that tube, <laughs> and they just cut uh-huh. it off like they do the amphibians for the Swanson meals. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just I appreciate everyone's hatefulness because I know they were hating because they care. Uh-huh. Well, it's not like you were in a coma or something. So well, no. Okay to... yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Although J Man, I could barely walk when I came home Friday, and I had a thirty pack of Best Light in the trunk. And it was all I could do just to walk up to the apartment Friday night. And uh, Schmoop yelled at me, even though I was in incredible pain. 
because she had to go down and get said three pack. Mm, God, life yeah. is life is rough sometimes, man. Boy. Glad she never became a nurse. Holy cow! <laughs> nurse doom times ten there. <laughs> What's going on with you, Jay, man? Well, I tell you what, Matt. Had a little Uh-oh. bit of a scare on Friday. What the? Had a little scare. I had to uh, go by one of our uh, local establishments, and yes. I had to get a few uh, personal items. And sure. I get up there to some the register. Sundries. Did you have to get some yeah. sundries? <laughs> some sundries. And I, <laughs> I get up there to the register, and I put my debit card in uh-huh. and I wait and then it goes ah. card declined how'd that go again ah. card declined and I oh, looked my. at the girl behind the register and she goes huh hey, it says your card's expired so I pull it out and I think god did I not put the new card in my wallet and I look at it and oh it expires in January of 2021. I showed it to her, and she huh. says, well, let me clear this, and we'll just try again. Slide it okay. instead of use the chip this time. Maybe the chip is, you know, got a problem. Oh, okay. Right. So I slide it through. Ah, declined. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, everybody's standing in line waiting on me, you know, like, any time now, buddy. You know, we haven't got all day. Probably wagging their fingers, too. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Seeing this loser, he doesn't have any money yeah. in his account. So anyway, I, I used my credit card, and then I drove down to my bank. And, of course, Matt, as you know, it's not your vest, it's not my vest, it's our vest. Our vest. <laughs> yeah. So I, I went down to my bank, and I told the girl what happened, and she tap, 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 tap on her computer 800,000 times. And she goes, well, your account is good. Everything is fine. And then she says, we've been uh, having a little bit. And she starts getting real cagey, like real vague. Uh We've been having a a little bit of problem with new cards and uh, kind of a a glitch in the system. They're doing a changeover or something. And she didn't, like, really want to tell me. And she, you know, but she wanted to reassure me that it wasn't me. Nobody, Nobody hacked in and stole my fortune. Sure. That that was the most important thing. Right. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, then finally, uh, an older lady who'd been there a long time came over and and said, they're doing a changeover because of the, uh, our vest has bought out this other bank and they're doing a changeover. Uh And when they, when they, the the system, there's, you know, something in the, in the programming, there's a, a bug, a little glitch and it's, it's rejecting new cards. As, you know, because your old card has expired, and for some reason it's not recognizing your new card. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, uh, somebody needs to fix that. And she said that so they, they, their technicians were working on it. Uh-huh. So <laughs> let me get this straight. Arvest just bought out a bank, and to do the uh, transfer and amalgamation of the two, they're using the same IT tech people that BTR uses. 
That's <laughs> exactly. what I'm gathering. Our techs are working <laughs> on it. With the <laughs> problem. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> my card should yeah, be good by you know. Yeah, my card should be good by Monday, Tuesday. I don't know. Oh, Wednesday, yeah, sure. Thursday at the latest. At the latest. Thursday. So <laughs> But if there's oh. any problem at all, just come right on by and they will fix it. They offered me cash. I assume they meant cash <laughs> out of my account, not just, you know. <laughs> yeah, I need a little, uh, yeah, 100 bucks to cover my pain and suffering. I think that'd be a good idea. Sure. <laughs> so anyway, that was kind of a scary moment. I thought that I thought somebody had, had you know. Maybe somebody was after my my fortune. You can't have that now. No, God no. And uh, J Man, as you were telling that story, I just realized I uh, had forgotten to upload the uh, end song, but uh, that's currently being taken taken control of right now. So. Excellent. Excellent. Having, well, having your personal assistant, Puddles, take care of that? Yeah, Black Puddles. We're having Buddles. Yeah. Take a care bottle. of it. Oh, Buddles. Oh, baby. Oh, Buddles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't say we don't like the mocha chino, ladies. Whew. That was a hot picture of Jamie and Buddles the other day. Oh. <laughs> of note or excitement that transpired this week, J-Man? Well, I had one little uh, a little moment on the – well, we had a big moment on Facebook, and we'll get into that here in a little bit. But, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, have, you ever, have you ever checked for um, message requests on Facebook, Matt? No. Uh, so if you go in on Facebook, you know, you can go to your uh, – uh, uh, on the left side there, you have all these little options, and one of them is uh, oh. messages. If you oh, click okay. on that. I didn't know what you meant. Yeah. yeah well, if you I click on that, yeah. sometimes there will be a little uh, message request from somebody who you're not friends with or whatever. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, so every once in a while I check on those, and I noticed I had a message request from someone, and it was recent. And uh, uh-huh. so I, you know, said just saying hello, and I thought, well, what the hell? I don't have anything else to do. So I said hello <laughs> back, and a few minutes later, she I, she claimed to be a she uh, <laughs> answered me, and uh, kind of a little back and forth. And then she asked where I was, and I, I told her, you know, Funky Town, USA, of course. Sure. And uh, <laughs> said she never heard of that. That's uh, very unfortunate. <laughs> and yeah. then she said. She says, I'm from China. And oh. I said, I said, oh, that's cool. Some of my clothes are from China. Oh, my God. No, you didn't. I did. <laughs> you and, are uh, a news operator, baby. I have not heard from her since. Uh-huh. 
Well, uh-huh. it's true. I mean, my <laughs> well, I'm sure it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, cool. Some of my clothes are from China. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's uh, excellent. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh-huh. That's the highlight of the week said, right there. <laughs> you should have said some of my clothes are from China. Would you like to take them off of me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> See? Would you like to try them on? Mm-hmm. While I try on yours? Uh-huh. Do a little role play. Yes. <laughs> oh, <brother>. Shanghai <laughs> surprise right there. <laughs> I don't think it's called Shanghai anymore. Is it still called Shanghai? I, don't I think know. they probably it's some probably changed it to some commie name. Uh-huh. Probably so. I'd probably work, get politically correct about it now. Yeah. I did have uh, one incident at the beer line this week, Jay. Well, I had one yesterday, late last night, talking to Alan. I'm not going to talk about that because I don't want to get into that. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, oh yeah, oh boy. Uh, I'm not saying I could be looking for another job anytime soon, but I could be looking for a time, a, job, <laughs> a new job sometime soon. <laughs> Worlds are colliding. Um, <laughs> no, but the <laughs> it was Friday, and. Uh, I've often told Alan, the new owner, ladies and gentlemen, of the beer mine, conveniently located at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Road in Bagwan, Ohio, that he's like a laid-back Mike. I'll drive by Mike. I've given him crap about that, and he said, please do not call me that anymore. Okay, whatever. Well, J-Man, you know what he did Friday to me? (laughs) He's at his desk. We got a little downtime briefly, and I'm just standing there having a smoke outside the office door. To which he says, Mahoney. I said, yes. He said, can you write a good legal letter? Oh, boy. Here we go, J-Man. Oh, boy. <laughs> what you want me to write there, Alan? I need you to say this and this and this. Oh, let me try it myself. Hey, how do you spell this? Uh, Oh, brother, he's asking me for spelling tips and writing tips, J-Man. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Yeah, I was having a flashback. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <I got> <laughs> so he had me write it out of course, for him. Yeah. The, the next legal letter he's going to have you write is your termination letter. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> doubt it. We had a heated exchange last night on the phone. You want to call him? Well, we'll think about that. Maybe, maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Because I told told him I'd be up there early today uh, to discuss a couple issues um, before the show, but then I forgot that Schmoop worked. Seven to three today, so I didn't get up there. 
boy. And I can hear it now. You already promised me. Oh, boy. Yeah, well. I had a bad toe. I was delirious. I didn't. I forgot you worked <laughs> seven to three. Jesus, criminy. I was all hopped up on ibuprofen. And exactly. hopping around the room in pain. Yes. Jeez. Oh, yeah. I think he was mainly irritated. Oh, brother. Because I, I had to call in yesterday. I was so. Well, I gave him plenty of notice. I knew I couldn't walk. I gave him like five yeah. hours notice. And you're not the only... Uh... Member of the uh, team ba- uh, beer mind that's uh, laid up. Well, no, well, uh, the lovely and diminutive Ashley's got a bum, dislocated knee. That's that's bad. No, oh, yeah, but I did hear this. <laughs> no, Mahoney, I'm not mad at you. However, I was going to take my family out to eat tonight. You know, why has he got to throw that in there, J-Man? Why has he got to uh, stick a needle gotta, in gotta, my bad toe? little bit of guilt trip, the old guilt needle in the toe. Because yeah. uh-huh. he, he doesn't have a voodoo doll, so, you know. No, well, he, he might. Verbal. You know how those <laughs> people are. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. sure it'll all work out. <laughs> or it won't. Oh, I'm sure it will. Or it won't, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> he did, did he say something more funny. Stories for IWS? Oh. oh, I know. He did. Well, he provided this one. I think it was Thursday. I'm getting ready to go to work. And uh, Schmoop was off. And... I'm in the bathroom getting ready, and I hear the phone ring, and Schmoop talked to uh, Alan had called. And then I get down to take it, done taking a shower and whatnot, and I told Alan, hey, I'm currently talking to you wearing nothing but a towel, <laughs> which I was. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was funny. Anyway, Mahoney, do you have a printer? <laughs> I said, no, we don't have a printer. <laughs> Okay. I, just, I, need, I need to make some copies of something. And then I hung up. But Snoop said to me, you tell Alan that um, if he wants to come up in, here and see me after you're gone, he's going to have to get a better excuse than that. <laughs> uh-huh. So I told Alan, I said, hey, Snoop said... If you if you want to come see her, you got to get a better excuse than that. And he just paused for a second. And he said, "Oh, so there is a possibility I can come up and see her." <laughs> the door has been opened. Oh. Mm-hmm. It was like the Dumb and Dumber moment. Oh, so there is a chance when the chick says one in a million. Mhm. Yeah. I tell you. Proving on my wife and giving me shit at the same time. Trying to break us up, Jay, man. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He's 
He's playing games, Matt. He's playing games. He is mind games. He's trying to make me go crazy. <laughs> Other than that, that was it. All right. Who is in the IWS chat room? Brought to you by Heavenly Senses. We invite you to discover our line of home fragrances from around the world. Fill your home with our unique and delightful aromas. And make your home a heavenly palace. Visit heavenly-senses.com today. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got in there, okay, man. Now we've got a uh, oh, we got a damn fine, sexy, diverse chat room going on today. Hell yeah! Oh, cool, yeah. yeah. I mean, in addition to our vast and diverse worldwide audience listening on their iPhones, iPads, Androids, what have you, and mobile devices. Sure. And we we welcome them, and we have several guests in the chat room. I see. Uh, you know, it's pretty. Pretty heavy topic that we're going to be doing today on the show, and they might want to chime in, but they can't because they're guests, so they can't participate in the chat room. This is very their unfortunate. I, yeah, that is very unfortunate. I wish they could. I wish there was a way. Well, there is a there is a way that, it, that it could happen, Matt. I have, oh. I have. It's kind of a secret, apparently, but there's something <laughs> that they could do. Really? What yeah. is that? If you'd like to participate in the chat room, then all you have to do is go and register at blogtalkradio.com. It is free, fast, and easy, just like your host. Wow. Heck yeah. Then you could uh, also, you could could even sign in through your Twitter or Facebook account and then share. Sometimes, sure. Share the show. You could share with your friends and... Frenemies there on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Reddit, I don't know, different places. Yeah, yeah. Sharing is caring. MySpace, if you're still into that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, uh, so we have in the chat room, we have our, of course, we have our senior domestic correspondent, Mr. Bobby Kraft, is here with us. See that. And our senior foreign correspondent guy on your dick is here, and uh, hopefully he's doing well. Yeah, probably so, listening from his hospital bed after that Memorial Day accident. Little, little incident on Memorial Day, but. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, Jaded as me is here. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I hope that Jaded isn't jaded because he or she has some uh, racial animosity. Hope that I hope that's not jaded this person. That'd be, uh, yeah. that'd be very unfortunate. <laughs> and we have Perv and Irvin, who I guarantee you is into uh, interracial activities. <laughs> <laughs> He's into any kind of activity, I believe. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Good old, good old Road Apples is here. Road hey, Apples, road yeah. Apples, yeah. Susie M is here, and I really don't know. I mean, Susie M's got quite an attitude, so I wonder oh, about Sue. 
I don't know. I don't think. Not hate white people. I don't know. Well, I was thinking um, her hate knows no color. I think she just hates everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. She probably doesn't find anybody funny, no matter what color they are. No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so good-looking chat room. Good crowd. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll uh, join us here and get those phone lines open here in a little bit, and they can call us up. Oh, and sure. Join the conversation. And, yes. You know, tell us we're right or wrong, and give their thoughts on on this issue. Or if you could, you just call up and say we don't know what we're talking about. So that's fine too. Sure. Oh, sure. Tell us we suck. We've been told that enough times. We don't mind. That hurt anymore. That hurt anymore. Uh, or Jamie, <laughs> they could call up and tell us this. <gasps> Jamie. No, no, not that. Not that. <laughs> they could call up and tell us this. But they got the blueberry pie all over their face. They were the ones <laughs> eating the pie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Man, I saw him this week. I saw pictures of him this week. I cannot believe how he's like. He's got like a balloon head on top of a tiny body. He looks like he should be he should be a character on South Park now. Have you seen it? Or he could be in the Macy's Parade. <laughs> or the Macy's Parade could be a float. The Macy's yeah. Parade, yes. The dude's lost like a thousand pounds, but his head remained the same size. It got bigger even. I know. How do how do his how do his little shoulders hold that head now? It ought to be just he ought to be a bobblehead. <laughs> like oh, my God, he a is a bobblehead. If you give him a little pat on the head, his head should just bobble up and down for about three and a half minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we kid because we love, Reverend. Yes. And, in Dr. fact, he said something um, the other day that we may get into that was actually uh, pretty profound and correct. So we'll see about that. <laughs> Right. And the other person in the chat room as Matt gave it away. He gave the secret away a moment ago. The other person in the chat room, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, what number is she, Damien? Number 12. Number 12 on your scorecard. Number one in your heart. Miss Jamie Mapley. Whose audio happens to be right above Reverend Al Sharpton's. Take it away, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie Mapley, breathe the The balls were huge. You should have seen them. They were about the size of like a, a fist. You know what I mean? A fist of balls. <laughs> a fist of balls. Wow. <laughs> she sounded like she liked it too. Yeah, I didn't sound scared at all. She sounded uh, no mesmerized. She, she mesmerized. Like she was saying, Bring it on. 
<laughs> Holy moly. Yeah. I mean, you know, fist of balls. I thought she was going to, you know, do a speed bag reference, but no, she seems. Seen... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Tone it down, Jamie. Jeez, you whore. <laughs> Kidding, of course, we love Jake. Of course we do. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, well, that was pretty good. Pretty good witty banter. Yeah, not bad. <clears throat> not bad for a show about racism and bigotry. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to walk a fine line, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and that brings me to a question I had in the show description, J-Man. Where does comedy cross the line and become racism? You know, like Roseanne's quote. Well, yeah, well, now, Roseanne wasn't – it's hard, you know, it's hard because – Use the uh, I, oh, I'm a comedian, therefore I can tweet anything I want to tweet. Anything. I don't know about that. Exactly. I don't know about no, that. No. no. And uh, you know, getting up there on stage and you know, you don't find too many comics who engage in racial humor anymore. It used to be pretty common, and they would oh, engage yeah. in you know racial stereotypes or whatever. And some of it was funny, and some of it you know, you know, they, yeah. you know, I mean, comedians look for the line. They want to cross that line sometimes. Sure. You know, that's what they're there to do, you know. Mm-hmm. So, As so. George Carlin I don't know. It's right. a comedian's job to find that line and just cross over it. Just, just take a little step over that line. <laughs> yeah. A little step. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, and I remember uh, seeing an interview with uh, Mel Brooks talking about the movie uh, – Blazing Saddles. Uh-huh. And he said, I think it was Carl Reiner who he was talking to. And he said he was really concerned about the use of the N-word in the movie and and uh, and whatever. And Carl Reiner told him, well, if you're going to walk up to the bell, you might as well ring it. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, <laughs> <clears throat> no, it's tough. It's much different, much different today than it was. Back in the day, and by back yeah, in the day, back I mean in the 70s. ten yeah, years like ago. <laughs> talking about uh, racial comedy, the, the Dean Martin roast. Holy cow! Oof. Holy Oof. shimoli! Yeah, but Lady when Bruce. I, I, I replay some of those, they seem they seem funny and good natured, and everyone was getting along. I mean, yeah, they, they seem that that's, way. <laughs> I think that's part of it, you know. Sometimes you know that the uh, jokes are coming from a, a, a lighthearted place, a place of friendship, even. Yeah. When they're when they're roasting Sammy Davis Jr. or, or Flip Wilson yeah. or you know people like that, and then there's the well, you know the, the comments that come from a place of hatred, which is where Roseanne's tweet came from. Oh yeah, she's got a long history of hatred. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With the the Jewish cookies and uh, calling uh, what's her name Susan Rice an ape, 
you know. Yeah, there's yeah, a that's, trend yeah, there. Kind of a go-to. Yeah, it's kind of a go-to for her to compare black people to apes. So. So the answer is I don't know, Matt. What do you think? <laughs> I don't either. It just it really all the um, you know people talk about moral relativism. I think it is in this case uh-huh. in comedy. It depends on who it's coming from and how they've lived their lives and whatnot. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know any other way to explain it. Yeah. I don't know. Just either. like Alan and I. Alan and I are buddies. Uh, Alan's a Muslim, originally from Jordan. From Jordan. Been here 30 years, American citizen. He's got a little... Uh, thing up on the wall in the office and it's written in Arabic and I said is that a prayer or does it say something else <laughs> and I said to him does it say death to America <laughs> and he re- well here's the funny thing ladies and gentlemen he responded to me saying no it says, it says kill whitey see that was funny I- <laughs> Uh-huh. Because I know him somewhat, only six months or so, but, I mean, my God, we get along fine. Well, until last night. Yeah. Well, until last night, yeah, but even then, that could be just a little blurb. I'll make yeah. sure it's a little blurb. What? <laughs> And if I if I'm stressed or something, and he hears me sigh, waiting on a customer, he'll say, "Are you all white?" Uh-huh. <laughs> he thinks he's funny like that, Jay man. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it just depends on who it's coming from and how they act in the rest of their life. I think. Right, I think so too. I think if we have somebody who you know is a uh, is constantly uh, pushing. Uh, you know, alt-right conspiracy theories about black people and about Muslims and whatever like that, then you can't claim a compare, comparing a black person to an ape as, as comedy because we've already seen yeah. the ugliness and the hate that you've pushed. Nor, exactly. Nor like Alan. I might make fun of him and we might have a back and forth. I would never call him any derogatory term like no. Muslims or Arabs have been called yeah. because that's and not you funny. That's, you know, that's if, just me. If you were, if you were a first-time customer rolling through and you saw that sign, you wouldn't have asked him if that says "Death to America" either, because you wouldn't know him and he wouldn't know you. He wouldn't know exactly. that you were being funny. Exactly. It's just like um, this happened with Paula Dean a few years ago. You know, when she had the uh, uh-huh. she was attacked for being a racist, and she apologized or whatever. But uh, two weeks, or no, maybe not two weeks, but a little while after that, she was doing a Ricky Ricardo accent. Or, or something with her son, <laughs> which on its own, which on its own would be no big uh-huh. deal, you know. But now you, but now you have history to compare it to. <laughs> exactly. 
But see now, Paula Dean's racism, that's just, I mean, that's growing up in rural Georgia racism. It's just so natural. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That it's not, rec- they don't recognize it. She doesn't recognize it at all because she may not feel like she's a racist at all. And maybe, you know, in her heart, I mean, she may not have hatred for black people or something like that. Right. She may not realize that those words and that those actions just, you know, people who don't know you, they don't find it funny. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, people who don't know you. I think that's. Yeah, I, I, and you I have think the, that's what we've narrowed it down to. Yeah, and of course, you in that situation, you have the boss using those words to describe people who she employs. No, 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 yeah. no. Can't do that. That's a little different, <laughs> too, yeah. <clears throat> so, hey, do we have a uh, a witty banter-type sponsor as we've oh been my God, bantering about? Right. We got off on a little tangent. Yeah, we do, J-Man. And ladies and gentlemen, this is very Put special. Put all times in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, trust me. We have a witty banner sponsor of the week. It's uh, Nick Jarvis on behalf of his dad's outfitter store. He's got a little <laughs> allegory for you. And also trying to sell some rods and reels and <clears throat> camping equipment. Hi all, Nick Jarvis, late team fishing machine here for my dad's store, Ned Jarvis, non-stereotypical outdoor sports and more outfitters. We here at NJNSSMO know what it's like to enjoy the outdoors and all that it has to offer. Even if we are nerdy and allergic to flannel garments and the shirtless bib overalls look. See, geeks like us like to bike, hike, fish, and hunt, as well as all of you chain-walleted rough guy types. What we do here at NJNSSMO is supply everyone, whether they look the part or not, with the highest quality of outdoor sports, fishing, hunting, camping equipment, and outdoor clothing to be found. For instance, when I go fishing, I use a sweet stainless steel Zepco 9000 reel on a very sensitive, high-reaction, and colorful Stingray pole. And when I go to the lake to catch and release some fish, I dress appropriately. I wear khaki shorts of muted color and a well-pressed polo shirt. See, I don't wear cutoffs and a sleeveless shirt because I respect the fish. And if you do that as well, the fish, they will respect you. I love all the fish that I catch. You have your bass, your crappie, and dozens of others that are different and colorful in their own way. Well, I'm not a big fan of carp. You see, you got your green carp, your black carp, white carp, and they're all just bottom feeders. They just laze about the lake floor, gobble up leftovers, and make fun of the other nicer, colorful fish for working hard and thinking things through as to what they might want to bite upon. And sure, oh sure, carp look big and bad, but they're not. They are all scale and no fish. Carp are stupid. Carp, 
They just eat whatever they're fed, and they like it. No questions asked. Anyway, enough of that. So come on down to Ned Jarvis, non-stereotypical outdoor sports and more outfitters, and load up for a big weekend with Mother Nature. And please, tell them Nick sent you. There you go. All right. Oh, Nick. And good old Nick. You may or may not hear more of him in the coming future. <laughs> I kind of like it. I, I think I, I think he has possibilities. Yeah, he's, he's a diamond in the rough. Hey, man, he's a diamond <laughs> in the rough. You have to polish him a bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, here at IWS Radio, we, we can't hire new correspondents straight out of Harvard School of Communications. No, no. <laughs> but he had a nice message. Maybe next time we hear from him, he'll he'll be allowed to get funny. Yeah, sure. Talk about his cat fight with a catfish and how it pricked him. (laughs) While wearing his polo shirt. (laughs) Those catfish like to beat up on on people wearing polo shirts, J-Man. Oh, yeah, they're, they're so temperamental. Yeah. So, here's what happened to me yesterday, Matt. And uh, and you know, and so you know, mostly about racism, but of course we can kind of throw in other, you know, the bigotry, you know, homophobia or what, you know, stuff like that. Sure. And uh, it's not that this is, uh, yeah, but this is kind of an example of, you know. Sometimes you just get caught by people. You get put in a position, you know, because they're sneaky. And so people are sneaky. Yeah. So yesterday, our good friend Angie, Angie the lesbian, who we've had <laughs> on the show multiple times. Oh, great guest. Posted on Facebook. Never, posted on Facebook oh, yeah. that uh, yeah, well, that it was uh, uh, June, of course, is uh, is Pride Month. So she did a, yes. a, a you know posted Happy Pride Month. And I commented that I noticed that unlike last year, the rainbow flag emoji is not available on Facebook. You know, like you get the little, the like and the laughing face and the sad face and sure. mad face sure. and the soft yeah. face. But they, last year they had a little, uh, a little uh, a rainbow emoji that was available to everybody, mm-hmm. and they don't this year. And I, I said, I wonder if they're afraid it would. You know, it would upset Donald Trump to do it this year, and they're not doing it. Mm-hmm. And Angie said, "Angie said that might be it." And then she said, "But I did find one in the uh, little stickers, the little emoji stickers you can do in comments." She said mm-hmm. that the very last flag was a rainbow flag. Mm-hmm. And so then I responded to it by post by posting the flag also, just because you know I found it. And then she went back and edited 
her comment and said, or that flag might be only available for us gays. After I had posted the little flag. Oh, really? (laughs) How sneaky is that? Oh, my God. Yeah, and now what am I supposed to do? You know, comment like, oh, hey, I'm not gay, Ooh, you know, and start looking like I'm some kind of a anti-gay person or something. Or like, you know, it makes me uncomfortable, Ooh, you know, something like that. You believe her putting me in huh. that position? I thought we were friends. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> it's like you can't show support if you're not gay. Yeah. Yeah. That's sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. Those people, those people are so sneaky. Those gay people are man. She's probably sitting there in her truck driver shirt. In her Birkenstock. <laughs> her Birkenstock. In her flannel shirt. Sipping, sipping a latte. Uh-huh. Wagging her finger at straight people. Good God. Uh-huh. Enjoying well, a little like tofu my... for lunch. Oh, yeah. And then it being condescending to someone walking by eating a hamburger. Oh, you're eating a cow. <laughs> Murderer. Murderer. <laughs> God. Oh, I hate those people. <clears throat> so anyway, so sometimes you just have to watch out. You get, you know. Yeah, be careful out there. Well, sure, Jason. Just like um, sometimes they try to they try to set you up. I'm saying. <laughs> well, sure. Well, J-Man, just like you and I discussed, and really quickly because we're coming to the top of the hour, um, ladies and gentlemen, a friend of mine. Uh, the other day, I posted on Facebook about uh, Tommy Smith and John Carlos. The picture of them raising the black pride uh-huh. fist, black power fist at the Mexico Olympics, and what did my friend, who happens to be black, what did she say to me, J-Man? Wow, <clears throat> I'm impressed. It's yeah, like actually. Olympic American and civil rights history only applies to her. And she yeah. was shocked that I knew She that. was shocked to see that this white hey. guy, she's known since they were children. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it cuts both ways, people. (laughs) It cuts one way more than the other, but it still cuts both ways. (laughs) (laughs) And don't tell me it doesn't. All right then, J Man. Should I should I wake up, uh, Buddy Acapella? Yeah, let's do it. Take the away, music buddy. is atrocious. The lyrics are weak. Time for J and Matt's picks for worst song for the week. Hey, hey. Yeah. All right. All right. <clears throat> what you got for us, Matt? I'm pretty sure I went first. Oh God, let's get this out of the way. <laughs> I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. This is the woman who precipitated this uh, uh, show about racism and bigotry. Oh, dear God. Oh, yeah. i got to play it. Even though it's terrible, the sound is terrible, which is coincides with 
her voice. I'll say, can you see by the time's early light what's so proudly we have at the twilight's last gleaming whose bright stripes and bright stars leading perilous fight are the ramparts we want where so gallantly streaming You know, if social media existed then, the people who are currently defending Roseanne would have gotten her fired then. <laughs> hey, oh, my God. And I'll tell you what people talk about when when they uh, bring up that clip, how she grabbed her crotch. And spit. Even worse, she spit on the ground. Yeah. She spit on American soil yeah. after singing the that National Anthem. Yeah. That was gross. San Diego, what? I believe it was. Yep, San Diego. Yep. That's your hero. Gay man, we we have a couple, 937-536. If you want to talk to us, you have to hit one on your phone because BTR doesn't talk, doesn't tell you that. Yeah, I don't know why they won't tell you that, but we will. We'll tell you the truth. So if you want to talk to us, hit hit one, and we'll know that you want to talk to us. But continue, Jamie. Well, they hit one. (laughs) You want me to go ahead? Oh, they hit one. Oh, boy. Let's go ahead and take the call, and then we can come back to this. I'm trying to. There we go. There we go. 937, you were stupid. 937, you were stupid. Hello? Anytime. Hi. This is... This is Deanna Wheat Davis and her husband, oh, Darren boy. Davis, showing up as invited. Yeah. I, I just mentioned you on the air, not by name, mind you. Well, that's good. Well, yeah. Kind of. But now you mentioned yourself, <laughs> so we're good. So what you so, got to go on, Deanna? I'm sorry? I said, what do you have going on today, Deanna? Well, again, I'm showing up as invited. Oh, sure. What's what's, go- what's going on with you? I mean, we I'm not just... barbecuing or anything, but let's let's get it on. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we're just talking about race in America. We were playing some good and bad songs. Like you just missed Roseanne singing the Star Spangled Banner. Thank God for that. <laughs> Yay! So, so why don't so why don't you spin us the one that actually made the Billboard Top Ten? Why don't you spin us Whitney's? Oh, we have a better Star Spangled Banner than Whitney's, don't we, J-Man? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, we have Buddy Acapella's. Buddy Acapella's. Buddy Acapella. But Buddy Acapella didn't have the number one song in America for several weeks. Like no. Did. He was a big hit in Europe, though. 
He was a big hit in oh. Europe. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what we were talking about a, little, a couple minutes ago was uh, about comedians and when they cross the line and, and how to tell when they cross the line. And we were talking about how Roseanne on Twitter, with what she tweeted, she wasn't being a comedian. She was just being a pretty mean-spirited, hateful person. Right, yeah. right. Right. You know, and, and there is a fine line between the artist and their art. And, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, sometimes that line gets blurred. And, you know, we're all adults here. Mm-hmm. You know, Kathy Griffith knew she, she knew she crossed that line. She knew yeah, she was, was taking a risk. Yeah. And you know, by the same token, Whoopi and Ted knew that they crossed the line in blackface. You know, it, it's 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 part and parcel with being an artist. If you're an yeah. artist, it's you you by your nature. You, by your creation, you are a pusher of envelopes, a popper of bubbles. And, you know, sometimes that comes with being hated. And, you know, some are able to withstand the fallout, some aren't. But understand that if you choose to enter that arena, to go in, one comes out. Here's the thing, though. You said you choose to be hated. If you are, but there's one thing about being hated for your comedy and being hated for just being an awful person. That's what we were kind of getting at. Where do you go from being a comedian to a just a hateful person like Roseanne? Well, you know, here the key that I always had was who's laughing? Who's laughing? Eh, probably if you're the only one laughing, if you're the only one laughing, that mess ain't funny. <laughs> okay, and if everybody laughing all looks alike, and the people not laughing look alike, you know that could be problematic. Well, now that's true too, because a lot of these uh, comedians, you know, they're standing up there on stage and they're engaging in racial humor, but everybody in the room looks just like them, so they don't really know that what they're doing might be, you know. But let me let me inform let me inform you of this. Skinship is not kinship. All right? Because we look alike don't mean no, we ain't sharing an Uber. I don't know you like that. Okay? It it boils (laughs) down to who is actually doing the laughing. I don't know about that. But no, what I was saying is that if if you you know like a, a white comedian who's doing racial humor, if that white comedian completely surrounds himself with only white people, he's never going to know that what he you know what I'm saying. He's not going to quite you know he's not going to have anybody saying you know dude maybe oh baby 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 know they know <laughs> they absolutely know and and about, and and the I'm reason thinking. why it goes on is not because of that comedian. Wow, I'm not blundering into racial humor because I don't know. I'm blundering into racial humor because I have been peer reviewed and peer approved. Okay? We have to call each other out. We have to call each other out. 
Oh, well, okay. Wow, I called you out earlier just before you called. <laughs> well, I wasn't listening, so beads and rolls off. Okay. You want to hear what I said? I thought it was kind of hurtful, Deanna. When I posted that picture of Tommy Smith and John Carlos on the podium of the 86 Olympics in Mexico City. 68. Yeah. You replied, wow, I'm impressed. (laughs) As if I didn't know anything about Olympic American or civil rights history. That I wasn't implying that I wasn't uh, implying that you didn't know. I was impressed with your knowledge. There are many uh, uh, people that ooh. know, but there aren't that many that will, in a public forum, acknowledge that they know and step up and say, "You know what? I remember being taught this. I remember uh, learning this. This applies to all of us." And I was impressed with the fact that you would step up in a public forum and say, yes, I know this. Good on you. Oh, see, there you go, Matt. All right. There you go. Just takes a little little communication, right? A little give and take. A little little dialogue. A little dialogue. Not bad for people who look like me. Thank you. No, not bad at all. (laughs) Welcome to Wakanda. Welcome to what? Welcome to Wakanda. Yes. So what are we going to do about these race problems, Deanna? Well, you know, Not here's, that they here's exist. what I... Here's, We've made strides. We've made progress. <laughs> they don't exist anymore. What are we going to do about them? Hey, this is Darren. Can I say something? Sure. Oh, brother. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. the, the race thing, we as white people need to start calling out other white people on the screwed up things that we do. Uh, Dee and I were just talking this morning, and we know there's a problem because we have jokes about it. And I told her once, how does every N-word joke every start? And it's got a guy looking over both his shoulders because he knows it's messed up. <laughs> you know? That's pretty we good. We need True. to start calling each other out. <laughs> You've heard that joke before, haven't you? Well, I don't know which no, one. Oh. <laughs> The no, how the, uh, does every N-word joke start? And it's got a guy yeah. looking over both the shoulders. And that's yeah, the punchline. Well, yeah. it's, I have. But no, I mean, black people telling white people that they need to start, that's not going to work. We need to start telling each other. You know, I, I've worked out at Navistar for 24 years. And in the, all those years, if I'm trying to tell somebody, oh, it's that guy down there in the red shirt, I never say it's the black guy over there, there or it's go. the Asian yeah. guy over there. It's yeah. it's the guy down there in the blue shirt and the white shorts. You know, and it just starts with little things. Now, all you I know, know and my, my son doesn't talk to me anymore because, well, he's hurtful. But um, he's he's he was growing up raised like that. 
and um, it just addresses people like by their hair color or their dress or their pants or whatever. It's not skin color. Right. You know, but it's it's that's how we got to start the conversation. It it's only as relevant as we're making it. I am in a dialogue with someone right now who is conflating Roseanne and Samantha B. And my <laughs> comment was my comment was okay, you know, it can be approached as two different things, correct? Mhm. That one is hurtful on a racial level. But one is hurtful on a gender level as well. And what I'm trying to express is that the whole dialogue, we are all messy, 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 okay? Because I can't go through a colander and filter out my gender. I can't go through a colander and filter out my race. So what Roseanne said offended one tender, raw spot of me. What Samantha B. did hit another tender, raw spot of me. All right? If we're going to talk about privilege, Mm -hmm. let's also talk about the privilege of fame. Now, look, I spoke earlier about artists taking risks. Well, part of the risk is you lose your effing job. The people that you made promises, people you made promises to are going to be disappointed. They're going to be unemployed too. And I don't think Samantha B should be exempt from that. Yeah. No, I, I mean, agree. It, it, you know, if, if a black person says hurtful N-word-ish to me, I'm going to be hurt, okay? Kanye hurt my ass. And I'm hurt on the same level with Samantha B. You are a feminist, and you hurt me like that. You are supposed to be me. You hurt me like that. And she's using a very degrading word to describe women. So pretty much, you know, if either chick loses their job, I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah. You took your chance. Well, I thought I thought TBS would cancel Samantha B's show. I'm kind of surprised. Well, okay, so here's the thing with that. Okay. TBS, ABC, two different companies. These are yep. two different products. One product is a family show. One product is adult late night entertainment, and sure. they're two different judgment calls. However, exactly. if we're going strict strict fairness. I'm okay with whatever judgment corporate makes. However, if PBS decides to keep Miss Samantha, they have to deal with their advertisers. Sure. They have to deal with their public. And that's all, you know, that's their fork in the road moment. ABC had to make a cut and dry fork in the road moment. You can't have, you know, you can't have that brazen inconsistency in your face like that. Right. You can't. And of course, the other the other part of it, and we and we talked about this earlier too with Roseanne, is that there's a history with Roseanne. 
she's it's not like this was a one time thing for her. Well, sure, there's a history. Yeah, but sure, but there's a history with the president too. We ain't talking about right. history. Well, we're, we're talking about what happened well, now. Well, I'm talking about with Roseanne, who has this. She's used the compare a black woman to an ape thing before, and she has done other things. She's called uh, uh, the the Parkland kids Nazis, and she's done other things. So, so she has, so she's kind of keeps tell you about up. what ABC had to do. It's so they had to say the first time she does this, it's going to be over. Whereas Samantha B, this is the first time she's done something on this level. But if she continues to do it or has a history of it, then they would have been uh, quicker to uh, pull the trigger on her. Exactly. It's kind of like like, uh, Draymond Green with the uh, Golden State Warriors with all his antics. Sometimes he gets a technical foul on something that shouldn't have been a technical, but he's always doing crazy okay. stuff. Okay, you might as well, you might as well have been breaking down thirty-five different crochet stitches with that one. I don't watch that at <laughs> all. Oh, I have. I that is <laughs> a, a, a much too obscure reference for D. Oh, well, that's pretty good. Just, in a general sense, if you have an athlete. A football player who's a dirty player and he hits somebody out of bounds, it might not have been intentional this time, but he's done it so many times that he gets the flag for it. Mm-hmm. And that's what Roseanne, she's done it so many times that they're just, I felt like ABC was just waiting for Roseanne to finally to, to do it. I mean, they, they canceled the show so fast. It was like okay, they had already so, said, so, you know, like, so, we're waiting for her. So, so which let, means, so which is me a, why did they allow the show to come back to begin with if they knew this exactly. is how it would, it would end? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so let me bounce this back to you. Sure. What I bounce back to you is this. They teed that mess up for a spectacle to make money. They knew she was a known quantity. They knew it sure. was going to end messy. The same way... Now, get this, the same way Mr. Kendrick Lamar pulled up Becky up out the audience and had her dancing and singing with him and then turned and flipped script on her because she popped off the N-word, which is in a song he wrote. Right. Okay? And she got thrown to the wolves. She absolutely got thrown to the wolves, and it's like, well, wait a minute. You picked her out of the audience. You knew that this was that that bar your song was coming. You knew she was going to get in trouble for saying it. You set her up to fail. Yeah. Now, is it, was this Becky with good hair? Becky with the good no. hair? No, 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 no. No, different, no. Becky. different Becky. Okay. <laughs> no, but 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 do you understand what I'm saying? I do. ABC, yes. so ABC set themselves up to fail. You picked right. this known quantity up. You knew what you were going to get. And they gave her a megaphone. And now shout. you gave her the mic, and now you're shocked. <laughs> I'm not really shocked because it's happened over the years. Just like Don Imus yeah. at the well, White House you know, Correspondent you know Center. Baby, baby, come sit by me. Nobody over in this house is surprised neither. Nobody's been <laughs> surprised over here since the 80s. So come sit by us. Uh-huh. Come sit at our table and talk to us. Yes, we know stuff. We know we ain't surprised neither. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's and and what I'm saying is because 
Roseanne was ugly, messy, had a history of ugly and messy, doesn't mean the rest of decent people get away with being ugly and messy as well. Okay? Okay. Donald Trump has a history of ugly and messy and and all kind of isms. All right? But the first time Barack Obama popped off with Special Olympics, whoa, dude, there were consequences and repercussions, as there should have been. Because just because this person gets out there and says a bunch of ugly, foul, messy, you-know-what, doesn't mean you get to get down in the mud, too, and come up the same way. You know? Oh, I know. You set a pers- you set a personal bar. We expect more from you. And that's the problem with Samantha B. You set a personal bar. You're a feminist. I expected more of you. Yeah, well, see, yeah, that is a problem because a lot of people get away with the crap because of the uh, – Low expectations they've because already set. Because they're jackasses and we expect it. Because they're jackasses and we expect it. Yeah, the Charlie Sheen rule. We expect Sheen water to be. We expect water to be wet. We expect fire to be hot. We expect Manny to be Manny. Right. <laughs> Manny, we expect to That's why you know what everybody got that guy at work. You know, that guy at work that can get away with disappearing, that guy that can get away with doing, like, the the least shit to ever get done, there's uh-huh. always that guy, okay? Mm. He's charming. He's fun. He's got lots of friends, and you burn. You burn every day inside. Like, how in the hell is he getting away with this? That's in his yeah, DNA. That's, that's who he is. Yeah, that's, that's how he is. And, 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 and by, you, by you adopting... You know some of some of Reggie's bad practices. You don't get to to screw off like Reggie does or whatever the heck. <laughs> Actually, I'm that guy at work. Shut up. I am. I <laughs> work. You know, but but everybody knows the company skate, and 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 I'm sorry. Forty five is the company skate. I've been there twenty four years. I think I've earned it. Well, <laughs> whatever. But but do you, do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. You know we we expect certain things of certain people. When when Roseanne popped off with what she did, I did not expect Miss Valerie Jarrett to get down in the muck like that. I don't she think did she got what, down. What, what? No, no, she did not get down in the mud, and that's what we expected. We expected her not to get down in the mud. We expected her to, girl, roll them cuffs up and tippy-toe. Here, I got your hand. I got you. I got you. That's what we expected, and that's what we got. And and we expected the mud and muck from, from Roseanne. I did. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we well, all knew what? how it was going to end. We all knew. Yeah. And I'll sure. tell you what. And 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 you know, here's 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 what's what's really sad is so many of us are sitting back now saying, Yeah, I knew. Yeah, I knew she was gonna do that. Oh man, she was gonna screw up. It was just a matter of time. Well, you know, why did we let our friends and family watch this tick tick boom? 
You know, why, why, why didn't we just say, you know, come on, man, the 90s is over. Let's go play some ball or something. Why didn't we just like, look, we, we have to start engaging these people. You know, these people that like, man, I wish, you know, I, I, I wish it was the past was the past. I wish this wasn't, I wish I wasn't so uncomfortable right now. And now I've got somebody on TV that's reinforcing my discomfort. It's up to us to engage that person and say, you know, come on outside and play. You know? I don't know. I know we don't get along with it on everything. But, dude, the fire is hot and I got hot dogs. I got cold beer. Come over to my house. Let's spend some time together. Let's start getting oh, personal. Because these things, these things are, have gotten mm, so big. They've gotten so massive. That that then they're so multi layered and complex we don't know how to take it apart. So yeah. it's they're really like not that multi layered bring it, bring it no, they're really not that multi layered and complex. But bring it down, make it small and, and go across the street and like, man, I got I got like six extra hot dogs. Come on over here, man. And, no. But we and got the, we got a know that fan in the flames every day though. Well, yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> And I'll tell you what, and you mentioned it, we, uh, Dean, uh, you mentioned we expect more out of Samantha B or whatnot. Well, the worst person in the Trump administration is not Trump because you knew what you were getting with that. And I did, mm-hmm. and everyone did. It's, it's freaking John, it's John Kelly, General John Kelly. Oh, yeah. You know what, though? I thought he was going to be the adult. Well, yeah, everybody's the adult until, wait a minute, hold on. There's extra feathers for my nest? Hold up. Wait a minute, child, this is a good job. This well, is not everyone's job. like that. Hold not on, like I, get the chair no. with the, I get the chair with the massager. Hold up. No. No, that's, no. That, that's not everyone's that's, like that. But he, to, he maybe has, maybe not to that shallow a level, but everyone has their chair massager. Someone man, found Kelly's not chair massager. I'm not that cynical. Oh, ma'am. Well, you know they every once no, in a while but, they but, they try to do art. They try somebody tries to write an article about how some member of the Trump administration is so miserable or whatever. Like we're supposed to feel sorry for them, as if they didn't know what they were getting into. Exactly. Everybody knew what they were getting into. They knew what you were so, getting. And, and just but like you know everybody what? who was on, you know, Sarah Gilbert and uh, John Goodman and all the rest of them. Oh, but I feel every, so sorry. Oh, they knew who Roseanne was and what they were getting into. They just wanted to exactly. Cash but and every everybody has a fork in the road moment. Everybody really does have a fork in the road moment. Every day that that. For example, Sarah Huckabee Sanders gets up there and talks about how the smoky eye <laughs> jokes cut her to the quick, and it hurts so much. You know what? You have an option. You can take your ID off. You could hand it to security and say, not today, boo. I'm not going out there. Okay? Right. To have that moment where, you know what, 17 pieces of flare ain't good enough for you. That's this job. I don't need it. I don't like it. I don't want it. Office and everybody reference. has Very that good. moment. There's, you know what? <laughs> There's people in that administration that 
I swear to you, are not scraping the last of the Similac out the can, pouring water in that can, shaking it up and trying to make a good bottle for their kid, catching four buses to get there. There's nobody hurting like that. It's a fork in the road. It's a choice. Walk away. I don't want to read your book six months after you Oh, I was so uncomfortable. He made ugly statements, and I was so uncomfortable. I just sipped my tea and ate the rest of my cookie in silence. You know, that doesn't wash. It doesn't wash. And, you know, the person that I have, my heart has just been absolutely opened and and just uh, my heart just bursts for him, is John McCain. This dude has been in... He has been integrity, and I'm a lifelong opposition party. But, dude, you can be my opposition. I can still respect you. You can still be a decent human being, and he has been a decent human being. And in this age, unfortunately, he's he's not been rewarded for it. But, you know, in the words of, in the words of my people, we see you, John. We see you. What do you mean by my God people? Speed, bro. What do you take that to mean? I think you're talking no, about in the, my wor- in the words of the in the words of the African American community. There, I, it's in longhand, but in the words of see? the African American community. Thank you, Jay we Man. You. We've talked about this. Say what you mean? Yeah, but I think we knew what she. I think we knew what she meant. Mm. It doesn't matter. Mm. I don't you might, like. You, you might want to have a seat on that one. No. It's a little <laughs> paternalistic, and have a seat on that tone. Mm-hmm. No. Fully realized and grown here. But we can continue. My people are everyone. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Yeah, we're right here. Okay. Right. I just I just want to make sure it's like are you still there? Are you still digesting? I don't like the phrase my people. I, I hate that. What what makes you uncomfortable about that? I don't like it. I just what I What makes I, you I uncomfortable the, about it? Because it's everyone's people. Everyone are people. People are people. Okay. I understood. It was my understanding that when we were going to speak we were going to be frank. And sometimes my people can mean the poor. My people can mean women. My people can mean African Americans. My people can mean a lot. Now, for us to be our people, we have to intersect your people and mine. Now, if we're going to get caught up in pronoun issues, we're not going to have a really honest dialogue, are we? Oh no, I think I. And I didn't. Well, no. I didn't. I really didn't mean to get you up in your fields over a pronoun. 
Well, no, I mean, we were on such a good roll. No, I mean, no, I I don't like I don't I didn't like it when you said my people. Um, it's like you belong to a group. I don't belong to a group. I well, I do belong to a group. Yeah, you do. Human the race. Group. I don't have one. That's a different group. You're in a group, Liz. You're in a group. I belong to the human race. I do too. But you also belong to, you know, you, you did pretty well in math. You remember sets and subsets? You belong yeah. to the male subset. The European no, descended male. No. Oh, European descent. So, so, so this, so this isn't about separation. This is a recognition of all the branches of the tree. Okay. No, it's not. I don't consider myself anything but me. I don't know why you say well, I'm a sub. You know that that's a beautiful that's a beautiful tri- privilege that you have been allowed. And and that's great, but I you know, been recognize recognize a lot of people have not. You know, sweet, please don't talk over me. What I was about to say was that that position is one that you have been afforded, afforded not through your actions, but through societal actions. You were you were granted just a little bit more shine a little bit more privilege. And no. all I was saying is that there are people that didn't get to enjoy that much sunlight. And, you know, we're not trying to separate off from you. We're just trying to have a little solidarity, something that gives us strength when we don't have what you have. No, 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 no. Commiserate with. People that you can go, girl, all I was doing was taking my luggage out the Airbnb and this happened. I don't think I can quite, you know, we want to fix our own hurts and our own issues before we start bringing them to you all, Okay. You know, it's like that old saying, sweep your own doorstep before you go sweeping anybody else's. Well, you know, when there are references to my people, our people, that is our cleansing process. That is part of our healing process, part of the process of sweeping our own doorsteps before we start going sweeping off everybody else's. You develop self-understanding before you develop external understanding. The only understanding I have is self-understanding, and I know who I am, and I know what I am. But can you understand where where this is coming from? Do you understand why I called today? Why did you call today? I'd be interested to know. You know what? I I called today for a couple of reasons. One, because, all right, if I'm going to get fronted out and everybody knows that you invited me on, 
okay, I'm going to say what I would like to say. And another okay. reason why I came on is I wanted to let people in general, since, you know, all right, we're not specifying, but I wanted people to know that I have an understanding of time and space and realize that individuals weren't there. Individuals weren't liable. However, we are all responsible for memory and healing. And I was a little hesitant to come on at first because I had to get over some feelings about it. And some of the feelings that I had about it were, okay, this is a show that is specifically designed to discuss race. Okay, I don't know how many people of color were invited on. Maybe I have a responsibility to show up to discuss this. But on the other side of that coin, I felt the conflict of, and I know it's not you personally, I know you don't mean it this way, but maybe in a way that you don't realize right now. But it felt like being summoned to explain yourself, being summoned to explain your community. And and I, I'm very sure you didn't mean it that way. I'm very sure that that wasn't the intention. But no, that I didn't gave because, me comprehension well, well, no, coming no, in. And I, didn't, I didn't because, as we explained in the show promo, we have three white people discussing race relations. And we asked if, you know, if you wanted to come on and anyone else who wanted to come on. That's all. But did any of what I said resonate? No, because, no, and you're right, I didn't mean it that way. We wanted to have an all-inclusive show. That's all we wanted. But I see what you're talking about, because I see it a lot on Twitter, I see white people tweeting at people like, say, Bomani Jones or uh, African-American columnists, writers or whatever, essentially asking them, you know, to defend their or, – or basically say, is this common in the African-American community? And they always answer, you know, we're a lot more diverse than you think we are. I don't speak for everybody. <laughs> Hey, man, it's just like when we had Angela. And, and, I, and I would just like to have more everybody's here because it's kind of lonely. Well, I agree. Well, I mean, you I would like to be have lonely. We just wanted a diverse audience on, just like when we had when we, we were talking about lesbians and we had a fun yeah, time um, talking about how lesbians make coffee in the morning, go to breakfast, walk their dog, and Jay and I were horrified. Not really. <laughs> we were, we're just talking about how they're trying to get. Turns out they're just like everybody else. 
How about exactly. that? Exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, we never get any callers, so, I mean, I understand. But, yeah, it'd be, it would be great if we had, like, lots of callers, but we never get any. Our intent was to show that everyone's pretty much the same. What'd you do this morning, D? What was that? Uh, she handed me the phone. What did you ask her? What'd you do this morning, Darren? What did I do before? Yeah. No, what did you do this morning? Your morning routine. This morning? I got up. Yeah. I watched the news. Um, oh, I had a couple cigarettes. I Did you really? You know. Yeah. They we all yeah, just like everybody else, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, our mornings are the same, but but no, it's uh, it's hard to describe. It's it's different when my wife leaves the house. You know, we can have the same mornings as you. We can do all that, but get out she of can here. still get pulled over while driving while black. I mean, sure. no, absolutely. I, you know, she has been followed around in grocery stores. Um, you know, it's... Well, yeah, she's probably stealing. What was that? <laughs> no, go ahead. Told me. Yeah. It was probably like everybody was talking stealing. to her at once. Yeah, she's probably stealing, Darren. <laughs> I hope you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there was a no, look, I mean, if, if if I'm driving down the road A cop isn't going to do a U-turn And follow me to where I'm going That's not going to happen I, They don't do that to me If I was black, they would, they, you know, that would happen I, I don't have, I don't have security Follow me around the mall So you're, yeah, I, I agree, I, I understand that It's a very different experience Trying yeah. to just live your life. Yeah. Although, J Man, they do that in Illinois to you. Well, the that jackfruit is not a bit pull me over. <laughs> the unfortunate thing when when you're yes. just trying to live your life, the unfortunate thing is that there's no age limit on it. There's no expiration date on it. And I'm <clears> gonna <throat> share something very personal. All right. Many years ago, my mother, my brothers, and I were taking my grandmother out for dinner. We were going to a, a Chinese restaurant somewhere, and you know, some somewhere near our home. It was fairly new. It was exciting. It was something different for us. And I was about six years old, and I was allowed to go to the bathroom by myself. So with, you know, special occasion, I'm dressed fancy. I get to go in the ladies' room all by myself. I go into the stall. I close the door. I sit down. I do my business. The door opens. There's a woman of about 
20 years old who opens the door. My underwear is down around my ankles. I am six. She opens the door, reaches around, pulls her purse off the hook, and doesn't bother closing the door. And her friend says, I can't believe you did that to that little girl. And she laughs, and they both leave. That's what I mean. Okay? Yeah. There is a dismissiveness to that. Yes, I get it. People are assholes to each other all the time. They're even assholes to children. But there Mm -hmm. is a lack of accountability that is involved when there's a child of color involved, when there is something... These are what we call microaggressions. So I go back to the table and I tell the two strongest adults I know what happened. Those two women are powerless to do anything because the two people that did what they did to me were white. And that's a real tough thing to take. It's even tougher to live through. That doesn't mean I get to go through life hating you or you or anybody else. But what it does mean is I don't get to be ignored by you, you, or anyone else. Our needs are simple. We want to be heard when we're done wrong. But for the most part, we just want to live our lives. As does it. That's all. We don't want to take anything away from anybody. We don't have an agenda. We just to live our lives. And hopefully they'll be long lives. I hope this was helpful. Well, thanks for calling in, Dean. You were great. Talk talk to you later. Bye. All right. Thanks, Darren, too. Bye. And you too, Darren. Yeah. There we go. Right. Just want to live their lives, Matt. That's not asking too much. No, it's not. It's not asking too much at all. Yeah. I'd like to be able to, you know, go walk around the mall without being followed. Yeah. Like they're criminals. Hispanics yeah. would like to would like to just go about their life without having somebody stop them and demand they prove they're citizens. Got 13 minutes left in the live stream. Phone lines are still open. At 661-244-9852. Take it away, Jamie. You name it. I've had my salad tossed. Holy fucking shit. 
Yep. <laughs> well, uh, so if you had your salad tossed, please call in, and Jamie will get right with you. Share some stories. I still got a bad taste in my mouth, Jay Man. Got a bad taste in my mouth. Oh, shut up. Oh, seriously. I I mean, I know, but you also should get over it. Okay, I will. I will. I will. I promise. I mean, mean, in the words of my people, you know, Southerners, bless his heart. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. Uh huh. <laughs> mhm. Oh boy. Well, it's getting close to the end, isn't it, Jay Man? Yeah, we only got about eight minutes, nine minutes, ten minutes. Yeah, let's eleven play. minutes. Let we me, have eleven minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Let me play us something short and sweet. This was kind of funny, ladies and gentlemen. Um, During show prep on Thursday, (laughs) I told Jamie to hang up. I really didn't tell her to hang up. I said our work here was done, but she hung up. And uh, she called back in. Here's how it went, Jamie. (laughs) Thursday brunch leftovers from IWS Radio. Excuse me, you didn't welcome me back with open arms. I said hi, Jamie. I wasn't talking to you. You told me to leave. I was. I didn't want to encourage your hijinks. He dismissed me like I was nothing, like I was a piece of meat. Just because I was talking about my big, juicy, saucy meatballs. Mm-hmm. That's what even... Maru. That's what Maru was getting at with that comment, Matt. She just thinks of us as a couple of slabs of meat. <laughs> yeah. She probably does. She sees us only as sex objects. That's right. <laughs> Which is perfectly fine with me, I mean. <laughs> well, that's how you see her and every other woman, so why shouldn't she that's see you? That's not true at all. That is not we true at all. We don't see you that's that way true. at all, that's baby. A... Oh, thanks a fuck of a lot. Get <laughs> <laughs> yourself up for that one, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And, uh, our friends have called back, Matt. I don't know if they want to talk or if they're just listening. What? One, oh, but nine three seven has called back. Okay. Maybe another thought, something else you wanted to share. Okay. They I don't, don't have know. their hand up. Nine three seven. You're with stupid. D Darren, you there? He's asking for me. No, I'm not. Oh, He's like, hey, Darren, are you there? I said D or Darren. You know, it's okay. It, was there something else you guys wanted to share? Hello. Is it, Hello. Hey, this is Darren. Uh, yeah. Yes, Darren. How are you? Hey, what's up, man? Nothing. We got nine minutes left in the show. What you got? Was there something else you guys wanted to talk about? Uh, no. Uh, D, she pretty much said everything she had to say. Um, okay. She did a great job. And we were just sitting here 
uh, unless you got something you want to ask me, I mean, this is the first time I've ever been or listened to your guys' show. Yeah. And well, this is a very. I know my listen. wife took up a big chunk of it, but she had a lot to say. Okay. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, that's fine. Perfectly fine. This is this is uh, this is not what we normally do. Normally, this show is just a comedy show, but we wanted, in the light of the Roseanne stuff and. And uh, yep. Matt posted a, a, a thing about Roseanne on on Facebook, and all of these racists came rolling in to defend her, and we got a little fired up because we were getting annoyed with the, the silliness, the idiocy. I I kind of we, thought that we may have stepped on the format, you know. But no, 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 no. It's you perfectly know, fine. He, no, 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 he no, no, did. No, no. It's perfectly fine. That's we we wanted this show to be more serious this week. Yeah, yeah, we that's no, how we like, you, know, you invited her and she showed up, but you know, I've always yeah. gotten the kind of sense that this was kind of like a Bob and Tom, a morning zoo, you know, it was like it was a comedy show, but you well, know, yeah. if you ask for some serious discussion, you know, she showed up. Sure. And and yeah. yes, exactly. We did. We wanted her to call and she did and she did and it was a great call and we're really happy that she called. Well, I'm glad. I like to think that oh, yeah. I tried that levity, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, everything's great. The only thing you okay, did so, wrong, Darren, was you compared us to Bob and Tom. Jay and I are much oh more God, uh, much sorry. more smart. We are much smarter <laughs> than Bob and Tom. Yes, yes, you guys are. But no, it was yeah. just that. I'm yeah. sorry, that was a we despise morning zoo. We despise morning zoo shows, but that's okay. Yes, we do. <laughs> well, I mean, come on, man, yeah. give me a break. I, I grew up listening to that stuff, but no, I oh, get it. We... But I, I understand the premise of your show, but it got well, a little serious it's today. It's a comedy and show, I think but that's we, what you guys we talk politics and whatnot right. and pop culture, and, and we did. And we did want it more serious this week, and and that's a, that you know, so it was great that she called in. Okay, well, you know, if we're off, we're off, you know. And she took it, you know. And I sat here, and actually, got talking to your phone, Darren. Do what? Kind of breaking up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of breaking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. Well, we're we're down to five minutes, so we start wrapping oh, okay. things up well, here. Cool enough. Uh, all right. I'll see you guys. Uh, all right. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks. Thanks a lot, man. All right. Thanks, Darren. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. All right. Well, we've gone straight. You name it. We might have, we might... I've had my salad tossed. Holy fucking shit. Yes, Jamie. <laughs> As I was saying that we've gone straight, you played the the salad, <laughs> salad tossing. <laughs> I play that. <laughs> you name it I've had my salad tossed Holy fucking shit 
Oh yeah, baby. Uh-huh. We live in a racist there country. There you go, pops. Right. But the balls were <laughs> huge. You should have seen them. They were about the size of like a, a fist. You know what I mean? A fist of balls. Yep. Uh-huh. All right. All right. All right, J-Man. Okay. All right. Great show. Great show. Thank you, everybody, for, for listening. Everybody was listening in the chat room and on their mobile devices, and everybody's going to listen in archives. And, of course, Deanna and Darren for calling in. It was uh, it was great. It was really. Yes. And uh, we'll be oh. back next week with something different. <laughs> Probably. We have some uh, some music to get us out of here with, Matt.
I guess our work here, here is done. Yeah. I guess it is. Well, I'll talk to you next Sunday, J-Man. I'll be here. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye.